Hey there, I'm so excited to get into today's episode all about the big number that we have all seen for next year's weddings, which is 2.5 million weddings happening in 2022. Man, that is a big number. Well, I know that you've seen the number all over social media, on Instagram, Facebook, maybe in some Facebook groups, maybe you and some local um, other vendors have talked about the number. Perhaps you've seen it on Pinterest. Anyways, if you are in the events industry, you have seen this number and it may already cause some overwhelm and anxiety as we get into and get closer to 2022. Well, I am here to give you some pointers on how to overcome that number and why that number seems so substantial compared to years past. If you do a quick Google search, you'll be able to see some of these numbers I'm about to talk about, but this is a huge number for us in the events industry, especially after the last couple of years that we've just had in the weddings industry. And so let's get into this a little bit. Hey there, you're listening to The Render Podcast, a podcast for creatives. I'm Cam, a visionary leader who has failed and thrived through small business leadership. After being in the events industry since 2010, In working with brands such as Nike, the Dallas Cowboys, and the Create and Cultivate, I became wildly passionate about education for small businesses. I teach others how to work with their dream clients, the mistakes I've made along the way. I hope you leave here refreshed, engaged, and ready to take on your company, making the next right decision. This number is just weddings. This is not counting any of the corporate events, social events, anything outside of the wedding itself. This number is just for weddings, which makes this maybe even a little bit more overwhelming, but no fear. I'm here to kind of tell you guys how to go through this and what we can do to expect next year to be a booming year for the events industry. And maybe you've had a really hard couple of years and um, we're just going to get into it. So let's get into why this number is so big and how we can overcome it. So let's start back a few years ago. So I'm going to give you some numbers of what averages have been compared to this next year's average being 2.5 million. So in 2018, there was about just a little over 2 million weddings that happened in 2018. In 2019, which was one of the highest numbers in the last 10, 15, 20 years, we had 2.1 million weddings happen in 2019. And if you were in the wedding industry at all in 2019, you would have felt that it was a very, very busy year like we did. Then we get to 2020 and there was only 1.2 million weddings. And this is also, just so you know, a lot of these weddings that happened in 2020 were um, in the first part of the year, so January, February, half of March, and then the rest of the year, it was either very, very small weddings or Zoom weddings or in-house weddings, and so this 1.2 million weddings that happened last year really weren't like crazy happening like 2019, and this 1.2 million, sure, it sounds like a lot of weddings, but that was just, you know, a lot of small, very, very small going to the court or going to you know, your mom's backyard to get married. So this was not really anything near what it could have been. Um, And then we get into 2021. And if you've been in the industry this year, you will have noticed that the last four, six, seven, eight months have been crazy busy. 
And so this number of 1.8 million weddings happening in 2021 has really been only made up of from like April to now. And that's because we have vaccines. We have uh, states that are opening up the events industry and allowing more people to arrive on site for these things instead of being, you know, 10 person max or 50 people max or 100 people max um, and requiring masks and negative tests and all the things, all the overwhelming things that we have to do in order to actually participate in events now. And so this has only happened within the last six, seven, eight months, depending on where you are in the country. And so this number of 1.8 million, yes, we're getting closer to the 2 million and 2.1 million that we had in 2018 and 2019. However, it's only really been within the last few months. And so um, the craziness that you may have felt in the last few months Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to leave unless you say no to business. And so as we get into next year being a 2.5 million wedding uh, per year average of next year, man, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be just as crazy, if not crazier than it is right now. And I don't want this to overwhelm you and cause you anxiety because I'm going to give you some steps and some tools to help you overcome this year and go into this year feeling super confident, ready to take it on, and ready to say yes to all this business. Because for the last year and a half, two years, we've had to beg for business or say no to business. It's been really frustrating to be in business. And so we're on the brink of things coming back to normal and having crazy, awesome revenue next year. Um, But with that, there's a few things that I think you need to take into consideration. And we talked about this a couple weeks on the podcast of end of year planning and how do we plan for next year. And so this is an extension of that episode. And so we'll link back to it so you can listen to it if you haven't already. But there's some things that we need to look at for next year to really better prepare ourselves. Because if we're going to be having all these inquiries and all these events booking with us, we have to have some processes in place, right? And so in that episode, we talked about processes. We talked about what you're currently offering and what you need to be offering um, and just everything within your business. And so today we're going to expand a little bit on that. One thing I do want to also bring to your attention, and if you're in the events industry, you do know this already, that the prices of product and the prices of doing business has inflated quite a bit than it was um, then back in 2019 which also means that averages of weddings and the budgets they have um, have increased as well. Not by a ton. The average that a wedding budget has increased is only about three to 5000 which if you're looking across the board of a 200 or 250 or 300 person wedding, it's really not that much more. Um, however, our product has been increased. So if you're a florist, You're looking at prices that we normally see on Valentine's Day, not in a normal year-round pricing. And so there's um, like roses, for example, are three to four times the cost that it normally is. And that's really frustrating. And then there's um, shortages on product. If you build anything with wood, you know that the wood prices, they're coming down a little bit now, but they were anywhere from two to four times the price of wood. And it's just crazy, the inflation that's happening right now. And so part of this 2.5 million weddings happening next year is um, a small portion of them are still those rescheduled weddings from 2020 and 2021 that had to reschedule due to COVID. And so that's, that makes up a small portion of those weddings next year. And so if you've already quoted clients for that, unfortunately, we can't go back and say, Hey, we need to up your prices. I mean, you can, but there's not a lot of people doing that. And so you might have some irritated clients for that because you did sign a contract and you need to uphold your part of the contract. 
whether prices increase or not. So that being said, we need to overcome and see what we need to do for next year so that we can be better prepared. So if that means you need to raise some prices, then raise some prices. If that means you need to lower some prices, then lower some prices. Um, But definitely knowing this information is going to be really helpful for you. So let's get into a few things that I think are essential and will help you so much going into next year's average of the 2.5 million weddings next year. And again, that's just weddings. That's not corporate and that's not social. What I am seeing with a trend in corporate and social events is that social is skyrocketing because people want to be with people again. So anniversaries, baby showers, bridal showers, just getting together just because they want to get together, first year parties, really anything that you can think of socially wise, those are going through the roof because they want to see their family and friends again. And then corporate parties, what I'm seeing and what my clients are telling us is that because corporate is not necessarily going back into their corporate offices to work and be there, they're looking at extending those um, work from home times because there's more Um, productivity that happens when you don't have a whole office staff. Well, what they're going to do instead of paying for these big buildings downtown is that they are now going to be um, putting that money into events to where they can treat their employees, have this time that they're with their employees and have that kind of connection with everyone. And so that's a great news for the events industry. However, that's not included in this 2.5 million weddings. So if you're not in the corporate world, man, I recommend getting into it for sure. Here are a few things that I think are very necessary if you can swing it and and be able to do that. The first thing is that you need a team to overcome your busy and not just your busy, but your crazy busy that you're about to have. And by the way, this 2.5 million weddings per year, I don't think it's going to end in 2022. I think it's going to extend and still continue to be busy in 2023 and 2024. And then I think we're going to average back out in 2024 and on back to that 2 to 2.2 million weddings per year on average. And so for the next couple of years, you're going to be crazy busy. Um, And you need a team to be able to do that. I remember before I had a team, I was doing it all on my own and then just supplementing where I could. And that might be a place that you need to be in right now if you're newer in the event rental world. To do that is super easy, Um, might seem overwhelming and complicated, but if you are doing everything on your own, just outsource your labor to other people. So your deliveries, your pickups, things like that. What I used to do when I was younger in business is I would go to the colleges and the high schools nearby and go to get their football team players or some men that were there that just wanted some additional income and they worked for me. Um, There are other options as well, such as bacon work, or there is Indeed, or things like that. There are more temp agencies. You can also um, hire moving companies or hire uh, people in law enforcement or fire department who kind of are used to those late nights and have to be in good shape to be in those jobs and have them come work for you as well. So that's a way to, to overcome So I have four different positions or four different big responsibilities that I think you need to have on your team, whether they're represented by just you or by you and maybe one or two or three or four other people. doesn't matter how many people, but these four areas need to be active for next year. So the first one is going to be your sales team. So if that's you or if that's other people on your team, you have to have a strong very, very strong sales team. We're going to have a podcast episode all about sales training. And so come back to that episode. 
um, in the coming weeks, but you need to have a strong sales team who's comfortable selling, they're excited and they're motivated to sell. And so that's going to be a number one priority as a sales team. Then you're also going to want an operations team, someone who can take all of the event logistics and put it all into a map for this you know, coming week or next weekend or whatever your time frame looks like. And, but if you're doing 2.5 million weddings, you're going to be averaging anywhere from 10 to 20, maybe even 30 or 40 events per week. That's a lot of logistics. That's a lot of layouts. That's a lot of timing. That's a lot of trucks. That's a lot of people that you have to have to be able to perform those. So having an operations team or an operations manager be able to go ahead and take all that information and put it into one seamless sheet ready to go, then that is super, super helpful. There's softwares that can do that, but I think also having a human eye on certain things um, is a good thing to have as well. So you need a salesperson, you need an operations team, you need drivers and assistants for your actual deliveries. And so again, you might be smaller in business, and so you might be doing this but to save yourself from also the marketing and the sales and the operations and all the other things to be in business, save yourself and hire some guys. You're charging for the service anyways. And so hire some people to help you with that. They do not have to be full-time or part-time employees. You can hire agencies or temp workers to come in and do this for you um, and build some level of trust with them. And then the final thing that I recommend having is a marketing um, team, someone who can put out your marketing efforts. So writing blog posts, improving your SEO, um, doing your social media, doing all the things that you need to be forward facing and grabbing that attention from Google and from social media and from all these other places online so people can actually find you. Um, It's great and all to have a business, but if they can't find you, then what's the point in being a business? And so you have to have someone doing some marketing for you. There are softwares, there are systems that you can do all of this through. And so don't feel overwhelmed that you have to go out and hire four new people. You can do this through planning out your social media and bulking everything for your blog and SEO. There's companies like Planoly, which we highly recommend. We'll put a link in our show notes for you to go get a free trial of Planoly. There's Flowdesk. Again, we'll put a link in our bio for Flowdesk. Um, That's a place where you can do your email marketing uh, through. So there are options to be able to do these tasks without actually having to hire four new people and then train four new people on your team for next year. All right, the next place that I want to focus our time on in this crazy, overwhelming year next year is going to be your systems and processes that you need in place now to prep for that. So literally right now as you're listening to this, I want you to think ahead, what systems and processes do you already have? Or do you not already have that you need for next year? I have three very, very specific ones that are very tangible and that I really highly recommend you do. There's a lot of systems and processes that you could have, but here are three very, very simple ones that you um, can have some templates for that you don't even have to create from scratch. We've already created them for you. So the first one is you need an inventory software. An inventory software is something like Good Shuffle Pro, as you know, is one of our absolute favorite rental softwares. There's RW Elephant, Tap Goods, Point of Sale. There's so many different places that you can have your inventory software hosted through. Our favorite, of course, is just uh, Good Shuffle Pro because of so many reasons. We'll put the link in the bio for you to get a free trial of 30 days. And it's a page all about why we love Good Shuffle Pro. We talk about it all the time, so I'm not going to waste your time with that right now. Go check out that link. But um, you do need an inventory software company. 
The second thing that you need to have for next year, systems and processes wise, is you need some email templates. Why do you need email templates? You have 2.5 million weddings that are happening next year, which means your company is likely going to pull on anywhere from 100 to 800 weddings next year. That's a lot. That's a lot of clients. That's a lot of back and forth emails. That's a lot of thinking about your emails that you're typing out. And you could have a template to do it. I'm telling you, these email templates are going to save you so much time. So we have a template that we sell in our online shop. We'll link it in the show notes for you. We've already thought about every single email that you have to think about for your clients. Of course, there's going to be places where you can't use an email template to respond to someone because it's a very specific question. But for most things that you have to email in your business, we have a template for you. So we'll link it for you. Um, If you don't buy the templates, then I highly recommend that you start templating out your most common emails. And so if you, um, for every single new inquiry that you have, if there's something that you say every single time to every single new inquiry, type that out and save it as a template. If there is um, an email that you send out a few days before your event actually happens, email that and have it as a template ready to go. Um, There's super simple ways of having email templates. If you use Google Mail, you can have these templates already saved and then you just click the little drop down and then it goes over to templates. Outlook has templates. um, Flowdesk has templates. There's so many different email companies and most have a template area. If you don't, then just have like a Google Docs or something nearby and you can copy and paste and put it in there. Um, But that is going to be really, really helpful for you is email templates because the onload of all of these inquiries, you're going to need to find some time that you can make up there. And then the last thing that I highly recommend, and I would almost say it's a requirement going into next year, is having some SOPs. What is an SOP? An SOP is a standard operating procedure. It's the how of what you do. It's the step-by-step process of every single thing you do. And so it's important to have SOPs so that you can hand this over to your new delivery crew or the people that you're hiring and say, hey, this is a step-by-step process of how we do it. And that's a great training document. And then it's also just a really great place to fall back on when um, you hire someone and you just don't have the time to uh, train them because newsflash, you're not going to have time to train everyone next year the way that you would be able to the last two years that we've been training. And so having these SOPs are going to be essential for your business. We also sell our SOP bundle in our uh, resource shop. And so you can go and check that out. And so I highly recommend doing that. It will save you loads of time. And so if you are in this last month of the year of 2021, looking into 2022, We've already got all this stuff for you. You don't even have to go through and create everything from scratch. You can purchase these templates, the email templates and the SOP templates. And then all you do is edit your name in all these areas. It's super simple and it will save you so much time so you can actually enjoy the holidays. And so we'll link those both in the show notes for you. But those are some, those three things are what you need system and softwares. Of course, there's more things like a scheduling software for your social media scheduling software for your crew, with the clock in, clock out service. There's so many things, but the three top things that I need you to really consider and really um, hone in on is your inventory software, your email templates, and your SOPs. Those are going to set you up for success more than anything else um, for next year. All right, another thing I want to talk to you guys about is with so many events happening next year, inevitably things will go wrong. 
Not every single event is going to go perfect. You might have a few in there that go perfect, um, which is always awesome. But think ahead, and I need you to look at what are some quick to-dos that when something goes wrong, this is what you do. How can we prep now for the failures and the issues that might happen next year? And so what this looks like is I want you to go through every single process of your business and think about what could possibly go wrong here, and then let's make a plan of attack to overcome that. And so I'm going to give you a few um, examples, but the few different areas that you need to consider are your sales process, your logistics process, your installs, and your retrievals, so your deliveries and your pickups. So these are four uh, point of contacts that are necessary for every event, and there's something that could go wrong in each of these. And so in your sales process, something can go wrong, meaning a client might be um, overwhelmed by their the price tag on their quote. So how do you overcome that? What is something that you can say or show them that uh, proves why it should be that way? Or is there certain circumstances that you might extend a discount um, in other circumstances that you might not? Um, in the logistics planning process, if you, if on your, and this is in our SOP bundle, but if you require to get your uh, layouts and your timelines and your load-in information and, you know, certain documents, your COIs, things like that in your logistics process, and someone refuses to give you that or they just don't respond to your email and they don't give you a layout, they don't give you a time, well, what is the next best thing that we can do? How do we overcome that? On your installs and retrievals, there's a lot that could go wrong. And so thinking about what could go wrong now and making a plan of attack is super, super important. Um, something on your installs and retrievals, this kind of goes for both of these things, but a big one is weather. Depending on where you are in the world, weather can be and likely will be a factor at some point next year for your business, whether it's snow, it's rain, it's ice, it's um, extremely hot or extremely cold. If there's tornadoes, if there is hurricanes, if there's tsunamis, there's so many things in the weather that can throw us off. And if you're in Texas, you know that this could be a daily thing and a surprise tornado might just happen or a surprise snowstorm might just happen. Um, and it could be 80 degrees and nice the day before, but Things happen in the weather that can throw us off. And so if we think ahead for each of the weather options that could happen and how we would handle that before we even get to the installation, man, that's a great thing to just pull out of your pocket and say, hey, um, there's going to be snow and ice this weekend. And so what is our plan of attack if that happens? Um, broken product. So if you arrive on site to one of your deliveries and something is broken or same thing when you come pick it up and something's broken, what do you do next? Um, what if the client wants more? So what if you arrive on site and the client's like, hey, this is really great, but I also saw that you have this on your Instagram. I really would love it. Can I also add that to my order? Well, if you don't have your sales team, how are you going to overcome that? So let's think ahead. When uh, people ask for that, you could just have a rule that says, hey, we're not going to add anything last minute because we just can't. Or if you can, what's your plan of attack for that? Um, if your product doesn't show up as the client expected, that's another big one to overcome. With so many events happening next year, there is inevitably going to be damages to your product. And so if you have a tight turnaround, meaning someone uh, rent something one day and the very next day that same product is being rented again. What if that product gets damaged and it shows up to the next event damaged? Well, how are you going to overcome that? 
And so thinking about these solutions now before you actually get to them is a really great practice to get into. And so I highly encourage you look at that. Also, by the way, if you get the SOP bundle, it's already laid out there and you have our examples of how we would do it. And then you can tweak those and add to it as well if you'd like. Uh, for retrievals, the only other things that I can think of, um, just real quick for you, we have plenty in the SOP bundle, but if it's too dark and you don't have lights, how are you going to overcome that? Um, what if the event runs over, meaning um, your pickup time was at 10 p.m. and the uh, couple decided they wanted to extend it to 11 p.m.? How are you going to charge for that? How are you going to overcome that? What if you have your pickup at 10 p.m., they extend to 11, but you also have another pickup at 11? How are you going to overcome that? Um, there's so many things that could happen on an event. And so thinking ahead, these are just a few because we just don't have all the time in the world to go through every single thing. And also it's in the SOP bundle and so you can purchase that. But there is inevitably going to be things that go wrong on your events next year, especially knowing that there's going to be tons of events next year. And so if we can get ahead of this by preparing our team with the right people that we need on our team, by getting our systems and processes in place with a really easy, uh, you know, easy way to do that. And we have thought ahead of all the things that could happen and how to overcome those. You will be fully set up for success for next year to where when we pull on these 2.5 million weddings collectively as a group and the corporate events and the social events, we're going to do it with success and we're going to do it with um, a clear mind and be able to say, hey, I prepared for this. I'm ready for it instead of getting to it and saying, oh my gosh, I'm so crazy busy and I just can't, I can't do anything. Well, how do we prepare for that? All the things that I just talked to you about today. Um, another really great way to prepare for next year is by taking our online course, Rental Biz Academy. I put together this course and it is 19 full lessons on how to set up your rental business and upgrade your rental business for success in this tool of Rental Biz Academy, you get for a lifetime. And so you can come back to it anytime. It's full of resources, full of, I think there's 22 or 23 different downloads, the SOP bundle and the templates for email. Those are included in the course. And so if you decide to do the course, don't go get those extra things because you already get them um, and 20 other um, downloads and templates for you. So I highly recommend joining the student base of over 400 students worldwide of Rental Biz Academy, and we hope to see you in there. Um, but I sincerely am so excited for next year and the events that are going to happen next year. I think they're going to be beautiful. They're going to be out of the box. They're going to be incredible. And the vendor teams that we get to work with are going to be incredible as well because everyone's going to be just jazzed about how awesome next year is going to be. And um, the other thing, last thing that I want to mention in here is that in 2019, when we all did about 2.1 million weddings in 2019, that was when we had so many other companies in business. Unfortunately, there has been a year where it took out a lot of event businesses, which just honestly breaks my heart because I am such a fan of the community of the events industry and trying to foster that community and to know that some of my dear friends that I've made friends with in this industry are no longer in business. They had to close down their business because of a pandemic that was out of their control. We're going into next year not having the same amount of vendors that there was in 2019, which was a very busy year. 
And so take that with a grain of salt and know that there is going to be a lot of business next year. There's going to be enough business for us all. And so if you get to a point where you are so crazy busy that you cannot handle another event, there's surely going to be someone else in your industry that can supply for that event as well. So if you have to say no, I encourage you to say no to save yourself the headaches and to save yourself just the busyness and the overwhelm that comes with that. Take care of yourself in addition to taking care of your clients because it's going to be needed in a very busy season that we'll have next year. Well, thanks for listening to The Render Podcast. I am your host, Cam, and it's been such a joy to talk to you guys about next year and help you set yourself up and your business up for success for a crazy busy year next year. Thanks for joining in and we'll see you next week.